Hello everyone, welcome to 4630. My name is James Yorkson and joining me this evening is my co-host and pal, Mr. Stephen Marshall. Hooray, how are you, man? Oh, you know, if we had um, special audio samples, we could do applause. We could. We'd be like, um, uh, who are those guys? David Travis and people. Yeah. Where where are you, James? Because I think I can see um, fairy lights. Fairy lights across the Mersey. Yeah, um, I'm just in my house. I'm in my oh. I'm, I'm in my uh, what we call the new room, which was the nets loft. It was where the fishermen, the people who had rail jobs, the fishermen, they would bring their nets into this room and repair them. And uh, now we use it as a as a room to do podcasts in, pretty much. Podcast space. Podcast space and uh, breakfast table. Oh, and homework table. Oh, and this, if we have guests, they sleep in here. Speaking of fishing, did you see the thing that Phil Jupiter put on the internet this week with the boat? One, one of the local fishing boats uh, lost power. I think it's uh, I think its engine got caught in a creel net. Is that right? A, not a creel net, a creel rope. And uh, and then it drifted, it lost power and it drifted onto the rocks and was smashed. Very sad. It was. But they, they've raised loads of cash. They've raised loads and loads of cash, which is brilliant. Which is uh, uh, a very communi- community-minded thing to do. Uh, how much did you give? So far, there, I, haven't no, donat- I, I haven't donated yet. There was quite a lot of anonymous people, so you could pretend now, you could pretend that you are one of the anonymous people. No, it's just, it's on my to-do list. I've got a piece of paper and I have things that I haven't done on it. And one of the things that I haven't done so far is remember to donate to that boat. Okay. How much did you give? Uh, I had an ethical dilemma because I've been vegan for the last 30 years. And then I looked at it. I, w- I went online. I went to it with the with the intention of giving the guy some money. And uh, then I saw that he's raised thousands and thousands and thousands already. And I thought, well, maybe if I just mention it on the podcast. It's like my friend, you know Tom Bowshop from Unpock? Yeah. I, can we, was the short answer for that none? <laughs> yeah, the, the short answer was none. Absolutely, I, I've I, I've given the guy no money, but but do you know you know yes. Unpop, the band Unpop, yeah. Yep. Um, Tom Bowshop, who's their singer, he really thinks that we should all give blood. Oh, he, okay. he's a he's a big guy for giving blood. Mm. However, he has never given blood because he's he's. <laughs> He's feared of it. So what he does is, once a year, he tries to encourage two new people to give blood. People have never given blood before. Uh-huh. And that's the way that he considers that he's, you know, he's being a positive in the world of blood giving. Yeah, okay. And that's kind of what I, I do with the, with the local ships. Whenever any of them crash, I just, I just mention it on 4630. <laughs> <laughs> um... <laughs> When you know when Tom's encouraging people to give blood, is yeah. it does he know them, oh, listen, or does he just stop listen, people in the street? Let me tell you what he does. He goes into the hospital with them, and whilst they're getting the blood, he has their biscuit and their cup of tea, <laughs> and then he tells them afterwards, 
oh, that's all a myth. That's all a myth. <laughs> <laughs> that's all a myth about the tea and the biscuits. <laughs> Uh, no, that's probably not true. Well, I don't know. That might be true. But the part about giving blood is true. But the part about him stealing biscuits probably isn't true. Does he like a biscuit? No, Tom. Tom is a. That could be a, a euphemistically way of asking: Is is he a fat fellow? And Tom isn't. Tom is not. Tom rides his bike from Edinburgh to Perth, which is quite a distance. He rides his push is, bike, yeah. and he goes over the. Goes over the fourth road bridge because you're you're allowed in that but on bikes. So he goes over that and he says it's very weird, you know, because it's quite quiet. Only really buses and lorries going past him. So in fact, it's not that quiet at all. Um, I'm going to play some music because we've been talking for about five minutes, which is uh, about enough time. So I'm going to start things off with um, a burning spear track because, of course, this is. Uh, top reggae pa- uh, podcast. So here's Burning Spear. <laughs> Thank you. 
travel up the old rough road to find my breeze, to find my breeze. Thank you. 
Guan. That was the Beach Boys in my room. That's not their song, is it? Whose song is that? Do you know? That's their. Uh, it's a Brian Wilson song. Yeah. Oh, is it really? Mm-hmm. That's very interesting. There's there's a great um, there was a great Beach Boys program on uh, Sky Arts. Have you have you seen Sky Arts on the, yes. on the TV? Yes. Like it's life changing. <laughs> it's good, isn't it? It's good. It almost makes you want to get Sky. There, yeah. there was a ter- there's a terrible one I saw for the people who don't get Sky Arts. Basically, for us like me, and I don't know if Stephen's the same, but I've only got cancel telly, so I don't have any of the fancy telly stations. So, and then you, you get a thing called Sky Arts for free. I know it's called Sky Arts, but you get it for free. But I, I mean. It's just appeared, and we don't know if this is like a trial thing. Are they going to hmm. take it away again? Who who knows? But did you see the one with Jimi Hendrix when they weren't allowed to use any of Jimi Hendrix's music? <laughs> no, I didn't see that. <laughs> it was absolutely appalling. It was like, hey, man. And then it, had, it just had some kind of crappy guitar noodles you know the greatest guitar player in the world and they'd obviously just got their friend Jeff to come and play guitar and pretend to be Jimi <laughs> Hendrix it was really awful um, but there's been some great things on it and one of the th- great things I saw on it recently last week was um, there was a Beach Boys live um, docu- documentary thing it was like a, a concert footage one of their concert oh, really? footages yeah. um, this week uh, I think the highlight was the David Crosby um, "Remember My Name" documentary interviews. Oh, right. uh, it's really it was incredible. I've been really right. I, I, I wanted to see. It. I came out of the cinema last year, and I really wanted to see it. So I, I I couldn't believe my luck that all of a sudden it was just appearing on the telly without anybody writing to me and warning me. I was on it. As part of uh, Katie Tunstall. Do you remember yes. Katie? Katie did an Ivor Cutler thing, and uh, I was on that just at the very end. I came on and sang a bit of a song and, and said something about him being good or something. You know? hey, have we not Have we not ta- discussed this? Oh, sorry, man. I, no, I, I don't think I, we have. I think this is, I had a, a, I meant to say to you, so I, I, I stayed up. Let me see. I'm kind of losing track of days and times just now because we're. Um, it wasn't on late, Stephen. It, it was on at sort of nine o'clock or something. It wasn't the no, late one. No, but I saw it in the middle of the night. Okay. And uh, I tried to get the little one to sleep better just now, so it's, I'm forgetting days. But anyway, I stayed up really late and, and saw it, but I was crying by the end of it. Well, because you didn't enjoy it, or you did enjoy it? No, because I thought it was it, like the, I find the program really emotional. Yeah, uh, the, the songs I thought it was incredible, but I, I I don't know anything about Ivor Cutler. I'd always, uh, you know, I don't like comedy music. Oh yeah, yeah. The stuff that the stuff that you and Phil play. <laughs> I don't like comedy music either. In fact, I really struggle with comedy music. I like good-natured music, for example, The Beach Boys, for example, Michael Hurley, for example. You know, but I don't like one joke comedy in songs. I, you know, I had always assumed that Ivor Cutler was um, comedy music. Well, some of his stuff is very funny, but the th- as I said in the program, the stuff that gives it its length for me is his much, much darker stuff. The 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 one joke comedy stuff that he does, and especially at the beginning of his career, and like when there's sort of slapstick noises and stuff, 
that's the stuff which I found really dull, really, really dull. But almost everything else he did, I think, is fantastic. So I'm, I'm, a, I'm a real fan of his. In fact, this this January just passed. I, I did a thing in Glasgow at the Celtic Connections, and I, I sang a couple of his songs at this big tribute to Ivor Cutler. I did "Hold the Barrel Steady," and um, a real man. Um. For, for as a non Ivor Cutler owning person, what what's the best LP to start with? Um, there's so so many. Um, Bearing in mind that I don't like comedy music, yeah, but I found um, that program really interesting. I suppose probably a good place to start would be Dandruff from 1974, and and if that gets you, then then you're in a good place. Uh, certainly, the later ones are. For for me are are better. And when I say the later ones, it, its first one came out I think in uh, nineteen sixty one, and and they're quite funny. I mean, there's there's an amazing song on uh, "Who Tore Your Trousers" from nineteen sixty one called "Get Away from the Wall," and it's one of my favourites. Mm-hmm. Uh, Velvet Donkey's really good as well. The Life in the Scotch Sitting Room. Any of that sort of mid seventies stuff is a great place to start. I would say. Okay. In fact, we should just play some of his stuff now. But you won't be able to comment because you haven't heard it. So here's some Ivor Cutler. If you come across a possessive person, you will very probably find that as a small child, they were starved for love. This possessiveness can take some peculiar forms. Get away from the wall. Walking down a very narrow alley in the street I saw an old man standing by a wall Hastily I ran up to the old man And I said to him in phrases very small Get away from the wall Get away from the wall Get away from the wall Why, said the old man I'll tell you, said I It's my wall It's my wall That wall is my wall My wall, my wall That wall is my wall My wall, my wall My wall, that's I have a cutler there, just for our listener. So have you been busy, Stephen? Yeah, do you know, um, just before we uh, started the podcast, I fell asleep at my little desk with my, just like this. Yeah, he looks pretty sleepy, ladies and gentlemen. Kind of woke up. Yeah, 
um, I'm mainly doing uh, quite interesting work, as Peter Sellers would call it, um, cleaning cans, boxing cans. And have the cans been selling well? Um, no. It's, uh, yeah, actually, okay. Have you, have you tried to sell them? No. Oh, well, there's, there's, the, there's the thing. There's the thing. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of caveating it. They've been yeah, selling. Yeah, yeah. They've been selling quite well, relative to the amount of um, effort. Yeah, I suppose it is effort, but we are working really hard. It's just that we're not getting a chance to work hard on trying to sell cans. Yeah, so yeah no, I understand. When people are coming to the door, then they're buying lots of cans. And are you it's selling the cans? Because you've got three different varieties available at the moment, right? Yeah. Are you selling them in a sort of group bag or do they have to buy just the one flavour? No, they, they, anything. They can buy anything. We've got boxes and we've we've put them on um, the website as well now. Um, but today, actually, funnily enough, today was the first day that we went out and took cans to try and see if somebody would be interested in stocking them. And what, did you just walk around shops? In, did you have places? Yeah, well, we, we only went to one shop, actually, uh, the Pillars of Hercules and Falkland. Ah, okay. And, and then the person that ran the shop wasn't in. Oh, so did you leave <laughs> them for them? <laughs> yeah, we left them some cans. And uh, <laughs> But the shop's open, and the Pillars of Hercules shop's open? Yeah, it is. Oh, yeah. that's good, because I might go, I'm thinking about going for a long walk there. Um, now my knee is slightly better. Ah, is it better? S- slightly better, yeah, yeah. Enough for a hill a hill walk? Enough for a... I can do a couple of hours, then it gets sore. So I couldn't do anything mighty, but I can do a couple of hours. Mm-hmm. Um, That'd be fine right there. Do you, know, do you know the lady called Taylor Swift? Yeah. I don't really know her music at all. In fact, I don't know her music at all. I've n- I've never heard a single note of hers, except this one song came onto my radar recently. It's a song called "The Lakes," and it's from her most recent record. And have you heard this yet, Stephen? Um, I, when you sent the songs, yeah, I, I listened to all of them, but I just ignored this one because I thought it was a joke. You thought it was a joke, <laughs> so I didn't play it. <laughs> oh, that's a shame. Oh, that's a shame because I, I was I was curious. It it it's a, it's a very sort of um, is it Canterbury? Is that what they call it? The sort of nineteen seventies English folk, light the, folk rock sound. Yeah, soft machine it, and yeah, it, mm-hmm. it's kind of got a very posh version of that sort of sound to me. And then she's singing about the Lake District, and it's all about take me to the lakes, and it mentions Windermere and all these things. Really, which is yeah, yeah, it's quite quite weird because. Is it actually Taylor Swift? Well, I think so, but then I don't know what she sounds like in real life, so it might not be, but I th- I'm fairly sure it's her. And no one's told me, oh, no, Jamesy, that's no Taylor Swift, that's that's somebody else. Um, but it mentions Windermere, which is very interesting, because whenever I go to the lakes, Windermere is where I avoid, because Windermere, mm-hmm. is, it's, full it's, of, so um, it's full of tourists, yeah, and it's uh, buying um, Macintosh coats mm-hmm. and ice cream. But maybe she's into that. Maybe she's into waterproof clothing and ice cream. But it's a be- it's a beautiful song. Lyrics, I'm not. There's a naivety about them which I appreciate, and 
and uh, I think she sings it well, and it's got a, it's got a very nice melody. And in, from a sort of production point of view, it's in, it's interesting seeing what that kind of music can sound like when it's so extremely polished. Right. So I just looked to see in case it wasn't Taylor Swift, yeah. and it's from from her newest album, Folklore. And well, let, this, let's listen it's, to it's, now. A, you... it's the bonus track on it. Okay. Well, we're going to listen to it now, and ladies and gentlemen, in real time, Stephen is going to listen to it as well, so he can comment properly on it. Here we go. Okay. You're not drinking just now, are you? I'm not drinking, no. 
that's the kind of thing that's the kind of song that like you see in a kind of teen high school movie and right. you're a little bit drunk and you think thinking yeah i really like this yeah this is nice uh, those are like uh yeah that's kind of i think i wrote a song like that when i was at school with the um yeah <laughs> oh, i'm just i'm disappointed that you're quite so quite so quite so harsh I th- it's I not harsh it's just you've gone you've gone soppy it is quite soppy <laughs> Oh, oh, yeah! It is quite a soppy song. It's it's a romantic song. I mean, but then she's singing about the the great romantic poets, so maybe that's yeah. the reason it's a romantic there's, song. There's no there's no real metaphor there. Um. Oh, I don't know. I just thought you might like to hear it. I thought you might find it interesting. Um. No, it doesn't surprise me, James, that you. Uh, there has always been a sappy element to the yeah. music I like. You yeah, yeah. I, I listen to I listen to your songs. I know there's a lot of uh, romantic. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> the great sap of the northeast. That's me. Um, oh well, I haven't I haven't thought to listen to the rest of the record, but I I thought it was interesting, and I I, I quite liked the the. That um, keyboard sound, that Beatlesy keyboard sound. What's the name oh, yeah. of those? Yeah, those just keyboards. Don't, I can't don't try and reference the Beatles. Bring the <laughs> bring the Beatles to this now. <laughs> it's out there. Hey, you know, actually, I actually heard a Paul McCartney song today that I quite liked. Oh, it really? Was a, it was a song called Junk. Oh, Junk's and, amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from it, the first it, album, from the first solo album. I don't know what it's from. Uh, I was uh-huh. ta- I was talking to a friend and they played me it. They said that they thought it was terrible. No, and Junk's I amazing. And I thought I thought it was good. It's so, from it's from the um, uh, the White Album Escher periods when they the demo period from from that he, he he submitted Junk as one of the songs for the White Album, and it was rejected. Really. And, uh, but it's on his his McCartney first solo album, right, right, which is a brilliant album. Uh, I don't know his stuff at all. I yeah, really, str- I really struggle with that band, as you know. But then, in other Beatles related news, I heard Helter Skelter today, and I thought that was a, I thought it was brilliant. I thought it was really good, really strong, powerful song. Th- something's happening. You've got Taylor Swift. <laughs> you've got Beatles. <laughs> I mean, in very soft. Stephen, I'm turning soft. <laughs> in 21 minutes, you haven't mentioned Annie Briggs or LKJ, or you have actually Michael Harley got mentioned. Well, can have can have they can haven't been mentioned. Have a buy a copy of the next Mojo magazine, and you might see that some of those names are mentioned. <laughs> 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 oh, have they have they done? Um, have you, or have you seen reviews? No, no, I haven't seen any reviews. Um, no, I, I was, I was, I was got given one of those little uh, question things to do right, for them, okay. but uh, I don't know if it's going to get used. I imagine they ask more people than they actually use, just in case somebody doesn't turn up, you know. Mm. So uh, I don't know if it'll get used, but I can tell you what it says now. It said, Linton Crazy Johnson, mm-hmm. Umu Sangare, David A. Jaycock, Unpok. Do you know, um, something came up on my, I can't remember where it came up, something appeared in my once this season, and it was Umu Sangari, um being remixed. And there's um, there's this bootleg white label 
uh, series called The Percy Edits, and they've done Umu Sangare songs twice, remixes of them, to turn them into kind of housey techno songs. Yeah, I'm not a massive fan of remixes. I mean, there are some amazing ones, like the... The version of I Want More, the, the, the can song, I Want More. <laughs> that's it, that's it. <laughs> Mixed by Agibam Yassi. There's can, tick that off on the JY bingo. Yeah. Um, that's, uh, that's, that's amazing. Obviously, there's some, there are some great remixes, but especially I find with a lot, when a lot of African music is remixed by folk in yes. white Europe, they yes. tend to just stick a, a, a donk on the four. So it goes donk, 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 and then they just have people dancing around. Um, and uh, it never really appeals to me that much. I prefer no. I prefer the originals, really. And I love Umu Sangare. So when somebody comes and does a mix, it's it's going to have to be very good for me to to prefer it to the original. Also, I'm no. not really a dancer anymore. You should play some uh, music. Um. Okay. So I, the reason that I played the Beach Boys was because yeah. that was referencing um, a, a previous podcast where we discussed the Beach Boys and that a couple of they had a couple of amazing non-single LP tracks. Oh yeah, I remember that. Yeah, yeah. And, and I, today I suddenly remembered that I meant to look a couple out, and that was one of them. Um, this next song is uh, actually I'm going to play. Uh, Heaven Must Have Sent You by the Elgins. Um, I could, you know, it's just one of my favourite songs. You know, it's that um, Motown, Holland, Dozier Holland. Uh, yeah, like the Supremes. and Yeah, it's amazing.
Well, that sounds more like 4630 after the Taylor Swift instant. It sounds... <laughs> <laughs> it sounds it sounds as if we're back on solid ground. I mean, she was sandwiched by that and Burning Spear and a bit of Ivor Cutler, but at the same time... This yeah. might be the... We, I don't... Have we ever had a complaint from the listener? Oh, no, listen. I found in my house, and this may have something to do with you, a book that somebody sent. Oh. And it was a an Aphex Twin book. Yeah. And it was about a guy reading, guy writing about where the Aphex Twin lives or something yeah. like that. No, him, do, him doing a tour of uh, a, hmm. uh, using Aphex Twin songs. Trying it's to find book. him. Trying to yeah. find the Aphex Twin and uh, and track him down and uh, trying to fight him. I think he was trying. No, I don't know what he was trying to do, to be honest. I haven't read it all. But um, so I've got an Aphex Twin track to play. It's called Averill Fourth. <laughs> and oh. I think you I think you're only supposed to ever play it on April the 4th. It's a brilliant song. But it's a, it's a it's a, it's a very nice. I'm really getting to the piano in the moment, just solo piano. Yeah. And uh this is a kind of solo piano piece. The piano sounds as though it's been treated slightly and it sounds as though he or someone else is doubling up slightly. So it's not quite oh. solo piano. Can we um see after that? Can we yeah. play um the Joe Foster song? Well, let's do that one after a tether, shall we? Yeah. Okay, so this is Aphex Twin into Joe Foster.
So tell me about that Joe Foster song because I'm a big fan of her music, as are all the listeners to the podcast. Yeah. Um, the that was from I think her earliest it was the, the oldest CD of CDR of hers that I have. It's just three tracks, and that was the second song on it. And it's I, it's kind of I think it's just med, mesmerizing. It's incredible. Um, and it, and a, a compliment from me is that it reminds me of a new young song. Well, that is a compliment. I think uh, when the fence thing got going, Fence Collective, there was obviously people like Kenny and Katie, and uh, I, I hesitate to mention anyone else, who who were reasonably good at what they did and talented, and they had the drive, and they went on and became professional musicians. Pictures mm. Trail, another one. And I, you know, I went on and became a prof- professional musician, so I guess I'm kind of in that category of we had the drive. But mm. then there's loads of people just who didn't have the drive but were producing some incredible music the and the two that spring to mind are hms jennifer who mm. i think is one of the finest lyricists i think yeah. she's absolutely an extraordinary lyricist and joe foster of course yeah and then there were other people who came and sort of got got involved but there are a lot of people who weren't from Fife at all, but they were very good. Like Seamus Fogarty, when he came over and he got involved, he ended up signing for Domino, of course. And, uh, yeah. Um, both, um, I've asked both Jennifer and Joe loads of times if I could put the stuff out on record. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I, what I have they said? No. I haven't, I haven't ever get, actually, no, they haven't said no. I've had, they've both said yes. But it's just getting there. It's just getting that final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, I remember, I mean, I remember when Domino tried to sign Jenny. Um, they asked me to uh, to ask her, basically, and just act as an intermediary and just offer her whatever she wanted, you know. So they were basically saying she could do whatever she wanted with whoever she wanted, wherever she wanted, for however much money she wanted. And she just she just said no. She just said, I, I, imagine if somebody had just asked she said to me, imagine if someone had just asked me to be a TV chef. Imagine how disinterested I, w- I would be. And that's how disinterested she was about being a musician. <laughs> you know? And it's, I've never thought about being a TV chef. So she, she had a good point. I don't know. If you were a TV chef... Yeah. Which I mean, one would I, would I be? I would watch... You'd be Nigella. I'd be Nigella? <laughs> I'd probably... <laughs> I probably would be Nigella, thinking about it, just yeah. because she's obviously a very good um, chef, so that that ticks one of the boxes. She's obviously very good with people, you know. She's and that ticks another of the boxes. Yeah, and she's quite pleasing on the eye. So between those three, I mean, it pretty much is me, isn't it? So, yep. whereas you would be the two hairy bikers. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, in fact, we two, could do we, we could do a tour of Scotland cooking food called the Baldy Gingers. The two hairy bikers. Now, I've got a I've got a cousin. I've got a couple of cousins, but I have I well no I have two cousins, and one of them uh, works on the telly and does telly and media things. Hmm. And I, this might not have, this might not be true. It might have been a dream. But okay. I have I have it in my head 
that he worked with the hairy bikers and that they oh, yeah. dis- they disliked each other so much they had to stay in separate floors of the hotel but okay it might not even be true it might just be that i had a dream about the hair because sometimes i have really vivid dreams and i, 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 I don't I, know if those guys don't like each other i mean it's not like a punk band they they seem to they seem to look pretty happy when they're together do you not think i think so and i saw a thing of them recently and it was a kind of lockdown thing and they were in the same hotel room so that was making me think when i saw that i was thinking i wonder if that was a dream yeah no i'm sure they've gone very well i tell you what i'll when i put this one out i'll, I'll put a little uh, link saying plus hairy biker talk and then we'll see if one of them gets in touch and tells us yeah. if they get on well i suppose if they don't get on well they're never going to break the spell are they they're well, never going to write would. to us and say, oh, no, you're right, I, we don't get on at all. Bands break up. Bands break up. Maybe it's time they broke up. Um, yeah, you, uh, I don't think... I don't, I'll tell you what, I don't really like the Hairy Bikers. Oh, I don't mind them. I've got nothing against them. Do you remember the Trois Fat Ladies? Yeah, I like them. The Trois Fat Ladies, they had a cook sh- shop book, a cookbook shop at the foot of Victoria Street in Edinburgh. Mm-hmm. And just when it opened, I went in and I felt really sorry for them because no one was in there buying anything. And one of their Twa Fat ladies said to me, can I help you? And I said, oh, do you have any uh, vegan cookbooks? And the look of disgust. <laughs> <laughs> this was probably 20 years ago, maybe even more than that, maybe 25 years ago. And she did find something and it was, it was, it was, uh, yeah, so I bought it. I never looked at it. I don't know. Do you gonna, use a vegan cookbook? Do I what? Do you use vegan cookbooks? The only vegan cookbook I use is the phone book to find local vegan takeaways. No, I don't I don't really use vegan cookbooks uh, purely because I'm extremely lazy. Mm. So uh, I, I tend to make just very sp- spicy ratatouille. <laughs> Over and over again. And, and no, no, no. And pizzas and curries and, you know, mm. but I, I, I kind of have what I have, you know. Um, I'm going to play some early techno. I think we've got two songs left on this podcast and I'm going to play some early techno. This is um, by a band called Public Energy, not Public Enemy, Public Energy. And this is from 1993 and it's called 303. See, after that, that this is quite a kind of three o three banging techno thing, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I've got one that's just come out this week, uh, called Brin, and it is from a cassette called Home Screen Glow. And the song is called Soft Gaiden. Okay, here we go. Oh, before I play this Public Energy track, if you've got any children in the in the room whilst you're listening, and they're trying to get to sleep, this isn't going to help.
That was pretty good, Stephen. So mm-hmm. tell me about that release you just played there. It came out, it's just on Leaving Records, just out this week. Leaving Leaving Records from the Snook, Leaving. Yeah. Well, no. I don't. I wouldn't class Leaving as the Snook. No, it's not the Snook, but you know what I mean. You knew what I meant straight away. Yeah, south of the Snook. South of East Snook. Southeast. Hey, do you know where I was this week? <clears throat> where were you this week? I went down to, well, I, I thought I took a wee drive from the brewery. Hmm. I thought I'll take a wee drive. Actually, Lucy and I both took the drive to Largo and London Links to see what there was there because we hadn't ever been. That sounds lovely and romantic. Were you listening to Taylor Swift singing The Lakes? Uh, actually, no. We listened to James <laughs> Yorkson just beyond the river. Oh, did you really? <laughs> yes. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, um, it's a great album. I haven't hey. heard it. I haven't heard it for a long time, so I don't know. Uh, so um, we had a conversation hmm. um, and uh, we were talking about great single sides of LPs. Yeah. And we decided that that the first side of Just Beyond the River is up there with the great single sides of LPs. Oh, well, that's good. So that starts with Heron. And then what's the, what's the one at the end of it? Where does, where's the split? It, well, it's he- it's Heron, and then it's uh, Shipbreakers, and then Surf Song, and be Edward, and then Hotel. Right. Okay. That's the, and that's the LP. The first I've got side. No idea. I've got no idea. Um, that was a long time ago. That that record. I've got to yeah. start thinking about those actually because um, something's coming up, which is. Which is meaning I've got to look back into the archives. Oh, a, a box set of greatest hits. A, a, <laughs> wait, is it a blue a Blu-ray DVD? <laughs> <laughs> well, it won't be ready for Christmas. Put it that way. Um, no, no, it's nothing like that. It's, it's nothing. It's it's just it's just a fun thing that I've been asked to do. So, well, it, I think anything fun that you I've been asked to do, you should include hotel in. As okay. the kind of the the, you the know my, opus you know, of that that album. When you told me when you just said that word that thing hotel, the thing about that song was it says the Dublin hotel room, oh. and it was actually a Belfast hotel room, and I took it out because I thought Belfast was it had too much when I was recording Belfast, <laughs> and I really wish I'd just leaned back from the mic and just sang Dublin. But then against that, there's a song called Thinking About Cat from about 10 years after that, which mentions Belfast. And if if Belfast was in two songs, maybe they would start getting cocky. You know, maybe the Belfastonians would start kicking off again. Belfast Hotel. No, it would have been two T. T, uh, Yeah, Dublin worked better. Yeah. Yeah, perhaps. Um, Yeah. yeah. But anyway, um, okay, well. I'm gonna. What am I playing out? I'm gonna play out with. Um, have you got anything to play out with? Or not yeah, really? I've got one. I've got one left. Ah, oh, you're gonna play that long one. What's yep. it called? It's um, by a country singer uh, by called Cassie Valazza. I absolutely loved this track. It's called Mama. I absolutely um, loved this track. I think I thought it was. Uh, 
Really gorgeous. I, I love the fact that she gave so much space before she started singing. I and actually then, thought you might describe this as beautiful. Well, I suppose we're comparing it to what's been on the show before. And if you're comparing this to Taylor Swift and Public Energy 303, then how can it be called beautiful? <laughs> no, it is. Obviously, it's, it's gorgeous. It is. It's very nice. What are you playing? Best Cronin? I'm going to play some Bess Cronin. <laughs> I, I adore Bess Cronin, as as you know, and as I'm sure listeners to this mighty podcast know. And somebody has just hoiked all her stuff up on YouTube. Oh, really? So, so have a listen if you've wanted to hear all Bess Cronin stuff, because it's all up on YouTube now. Not all of it, but everything that's been released previously is up there. And before we go, my nightclub to Supware Pfeiffer is currently online We've had two episodes up, and the sessions from people like Faith Elliott, um, Rab Noakes, uh, Andrew Waslick, etc. So they're up on Vimeo. Rab Noakes, as in Rab Noakes from here? Aye. I didn't realise that. So tell me, I, I, you know, I'm not, I'm, I know I can, I'm capable of doing this podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I'm not very good at um, when people say, okay, we're doing a live stream. Yeah. Does it mean you have to watch it live? No, 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 no. Uh, we could have done that, but I, I wanted it to be uh, basically free for people to watch. So it's uh, we just load it up and then we announce it. Okay. Um, maybe if I was a bit more together, I'd announce it and then tweet about it live as it goes on. Oh, I love this song and that sort of stuff. But... I don't know. I'm just kind of a bit busy at the moment. So we we collect them, and then me me and my son we do links for between the bands. So there's me and my son horsing around between the bands, okay. and uh, yeah, it's, it's quite good fun. There's a, there's a new one coming out with um. Oh, I better not say who it is, just in case. Good people, good people are in it. So, all right, should we go? Is it? But when is it happening? When's the next one? Oh, the next one will be in like a week. But listen. There's two up there already, so you can just go and watch those two. Oh, okay. you, you, you can find it just by Googling Super Pfeiffer or To Supper Pfeiffer or okay. any of that stuff. You know, it'll be listed somewhere. It's Google worth watching. Just, do you know, I found out something recently that I didn't know. What was that? Well, I Googled, I thought, I wonder if there are any other record shops open around, uh, around here. Oh yeah, hang on. Let's play the two songs, then we're going to come back to this. Okay. So here, here's those two songs we discussed, and then we're going to come back.
feel my neck a burning from your rapid, heavy breathing, and with the soul binding glance, our eyes would dance, and I held him uncomfortably tight with the Dear mother, why you teach me not to cry? I learned a lot from singing, and I learned a lot from being a child who often held her head too high. Dear mother, why you teach me not to cry? Mama never taught me how to cry. Still I'm here taking notes all the time. Sure got a lot of questions on my mind Mama never taught me how to cry I took some time walking Neath a yellow bird found squawking Her cries, they echoed bright And shook me through And I felt my knees and my shoulder You squeezed and I felt the jealousy rise Dear mother, why? Teach me not to cry Mama never taught me how to cry Still I'm here taking notes all the time Got a lot of questions on my mind Mama never taught me
tree that gave me splinters on my hands and on my arms and on my feet and I tried to decide where my feelings should lie with bloodied hands I swept it aside dear mother why you teach me not to cry Mama never taught me how to cry Still I'm here taking notes all the time Sure got a lot of questions on my mind Mama never taught me Chance of the master that was called to the fair for her shears and could harder and her I can spare to me fall the dear lady of all the dear John drove the cow out of the barn and after the fair he immediately ran he was not long there for he met with three men and he sold him the cow for five pounds in to me for the dearly, to for the dearly. He went into an house all for to drink, and the dream in the bed down on the chink. What shall I do with him, my heated say, or where shall I put it and let ye pray to me for the dearly, to for the dearly. To the lightning of your court I will saw it, said she, for fear on the road and robbed you might be. Well, the robber and the lonely drinking up his wine, and to say to himself, sure this money shall be mine, to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lady. And John took his leave and he started for home. 
I'm glad I got company, young man, he did say, to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear No, said the robber, you better for to ride, how far you to go? And poor John, he replied, three or four miles as far as I know. He jumped up behind him and off they did go, to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear they rode all along till they came to a lane. Now, so the robber, I'll tell you quite plain, to deliver up your money without any strife, for in this very moment I'll take away your life. To me fall the dear lady, oh, fall the dear lamb. Now, so John, there's no time to dispute. He jumped off his horse without neither fear or doubt. From the lining of his coat he pulled the money out, and among the green grass he threw it all about to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lamb. The robbery alighted it down of his horse, sure little he thought that it was to his loss, while gathering up the money that was thrown among the grass. John jumped in the saddle and he rode away his horse, me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lamb. One of the servants saw John coming home, and it sent to her master, she immediately ran. John said the master, did you make a swap? Or how did my coat turn out to be a to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lamb. Indeed, my dear master, the truth I will unfold. I was followed if and robbed by a hame and so bold. While gathering up the money that I threw among the grass, for to make us some amends, faith I brought you home, sirs, to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lamb. And the saddle bag was opened and in it was found one hundred red kidneys in silver and in gold, a fine case of pistols, a farmer to hoe, and saying, John, my dear fellow, you are well sold the coat to me fall the dear lady, fall the dear lady. Okay, that was Bess Cronin. So you googled record shops around here, and what did you discover? I discovered that there were there were no record shops in Fife. Um, and I thought, but wait a minute, that means Trassy Tusk is not listed as a record shop in Fife either. And we are a record shop. And that uh, so I, I I found out that actually if you want to be on, on Google, you have to add it. You have to make, like, you have to add it onto Google. So even if Google people try and Google um, to set up with a Pfeiffer, it's not there unless you add it on. Well, it, it is there because I have to Google it the whole time because I forget where, it, where the website is. <laughs> <laughs> so... So I have to I have to Google it the whole time because I can't remember if it's tosup.org or tosup.com. I, oh, I still yeah. don't even know what it is. So so if I just I just Google it. Um, but there is a record shop in Fife because there's a, there's at least there's two that I can think of. There's there's that one in Guardbridge, and there's that new one opening in Anstruther. So um, John's John's one the the cafe. I, it's, I know he's selling records, but I don't think I think it's like a handful of records. 
Oh, right. I, I don't know him. That's the first time I've heard the guy's name. Is it He's not really advertised? Nice. He's what? He's really nice. It's, oh, well, um, that's handy if you're going to be a shopkeeper. Yeah, I don't know if he's... I don't think he's he's going to work there. I'm not sure. Right, okay. Um, but I, it's on my list, again, another thing on my list to do is to go in there tomorrow to buy some records. Oh, is it open at the moment? It opened this week, yeah. Okay, cool. Um, well, look, it's been really nice to see you, Stephen. Really nice to chat with you. And... Uh, Thank you very much to our listeners for listening. Thanks, sir. And um, I hope that you stay well. And that's good news about COVID. And uh, and that's it. I think that's us going to say goodbye. Good night, everyone. Night, night. Oh, and you've got a new microphone. Oh, and I've got a new microphone. I don't know if my voice sounds any different. Oh, and I've got a new album out called The Wide, Wide River. Go and buy it, please. It's on Domino Records. It comes out on January the 20th. That's not until January then. Oh